Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 68 of the Twim Show. This is your host Ajay Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital market space from the week of August 2nd, 2021. So today, first off, we are going to begin with Instagram. Uh, there is a bit of an update from Instagram where Instagram has adds, added new ways for businesses to discover inspiration. So what they basically mean is, you know, that now when if you have a business account, uh, you remember back in January, they launched a professional dashboard and that was covered in our Twim show. So now when you go into your professional dashboard and, you know, you'll be scroll at the, and you'll be able to find a new section that says see uh, how, how other businesses connect with people's uh, people and guide and guide within that stay in from section and where they're going to show you ads that other businesses are creating and you can see the examples, things like that. This is in Instagram's way, all an effort to give you inspiration and ideas to create new ads, new posts, what to post, what call to action, things like that. Now, this is great. Now, very few businesses are you know, really struggling to push what they should publish on Instagram. I mean, if you go to Instagram, do you really think there is a uh, limitation of content to follow, content to consume, content to things? I mean, I understand what Instagram is trying to do from here in terms of giving everyone uh, guidance on, oh, hey, these are the best practice. But remember, businesses usually, you know, give this task outsource this task or delegate this task over to someone in the social media team or someone else to, you know, really post information. Like even for our business, and I barely post unless I am going live, right? Most of the time, it's my team. So how good this effort is going to be, I do not know. We'll have to, you know, really see. Time will tell. But I personally think, you know, Instagram is trying to do all sorts of things, but really not doing the one thing that they should be doing, which is like, you know, go fix their, you know, uh, ad security, ad banning algorithm where, you know, you ban businesses left, right and center, you know, fix that. Put more people behind, you know, this manual fact-checking verification or whatever you call it so that, you know, if someone's like, you know, messing up, correct them, talk to them, see if that was really an error on their part or if they're really intentionally being you know, bad and then kind of take decisions like that. I think that would go a longer way than trying to tell businesses, hey, here's how you should create. I mean, you know, do you really think business owners are going to go ahead and create, study all these things and create content because business Instagram is saying, I mean, they're all busy. Business people are busy. Anyway, I think I've uh, gone on this part, on this thing for way too long. You get the point. Uh, with that, let's move on to the next part, which is Instagram this week also shared how it ranks and how the Reels algorithm works, how it decides what to show, things like that. So first of all, Instagram says, you know, we basically take a Reel and we decide uh, how likely are you to watch the whole Reel all the way through, like it, uh, and engage with it, whether it's saying entertaining, if the Reel was entertaining or funny. And in next, they decide, you know, how likely are you supposed to go to the audio page to make your own Reel. Now, I will tell you, with that, I think I don't hit three of the four points right there. I watch a reel once in a while. I never liked a reel. I have never said engage with the reel. I've never gone and checked out an audio just because you know I consume reels in silent mode. 
that's just me unless you know i am really desperate to like you know listen what they are saying anyway uh so after that they go into you know what are some of the important signals they look at to decide which reels to show uh again this is based on what you have probably seen in youtube like you know youtube shows you things based on what content you have already consumed instagram it does the same thing similar which is uh your activity your history of interacting with the person who posted the reels but then again you know if you have never consumed a reel from that person before you know whatever that's instagrams and informations about the reels such as audio track video understanding based on pixels and whole frames so basically instagram takes the reel and processes it with their video uh you know understanding algorithm and realizes you know uh, will sajid interact with this kind of topic based on what he has you know interacted with in the past so that's what instagram is doing in a, at a very basic level right um and then you know obviously instagram is saying you know for some of the best practices is like you know, hey don't use low resolution videos uh, make sure you don't have any watermark reels <coughs> uh that's basically going for people who are repurposing content from TikTok and with the TikTok logo because if you do that Instagram is not going to like it and they're going to uh you know kind of not show your reels to anyone uh, reels that focuses on political issues reels that are made by political figures parties or government officials or on their behalf they don't get uh you know they get limited reels distribution other than that you should have a you know pretty good run just go ahead and if you really want to know what the nitty gritty details are these are going to be in the show notes page you can check it out okay with that very last update not from instagram but from facebook but facebook is launching a redesigned uh, page settings in the app in order to make it easier for us to find tools and options available to customers and improve our individual on platform experience i mean come on this is a place where we all page on our go every day minimum 5 to 10 times a day and we are always lost so we really needed you know facebook and instagram to go ahead and dedicate their resource to clean it all up my god you know we couldn't figure out uh, because you know this would really be helpful oh by the way i'm being sarcastic um, well it's good that they're cleaning things up and you know organizing things but at the same time like i said you know there are many other things that the platform could really fix versus you know trying to fix out you know the layout for a page settings apps i mean most of the times i will tell you there is so many things that are like you know makes no sense uh the documentation is out of date things like that i totally understand facebook is a big company a lot of different departments a lot of different you know competing priorities but at the same time i really wish someone would really come in and talk to small business owners and understand the pain point and see you know what are you guys trying to do why are you on instagram why are you on facebook what tools are you going maybe they're doing this but i mean they probably are talking to the wrong people because just the other day you know i was thinking you know uh something like we own a page and i have a personal page we have a business page and you know obviously my personal account is connected to my personal instagram but for my business account i have to log in to instagram differently it's just like there are little things these are use cases that corner cases which i'm pretty sure people are there are many people are out there like me that they don't address but they are talking about you know updating the pages because the, the ui is going to be looking nicer and prettier and is organized anyway with that that saying you know the page rollout has been lay, uh, rolled out the updated page settings uh, layout has been rolled out to all users across android ios mobile web and fb lite so go ahead and check it out with that 
Next, we have an update from Shopify. Shopify has launched an entrepreneurial space in New York City. Yes, folks, that is right. Uh, what Shopify is saying that there are tens of thousands of entrepreneurs uh, that have opened businesses on Shopify in 2020. Yes, we are still in the middle of a pandemic or towards the tail end of a pandemic, depending on how you look at it, even though the Delta virus is like you know, going crazy. But Shopify has decided to open up a space where entrepreneurs will have a space to call their own. They will, be they will have the ability to attend workshops, events, get one-on-one -on -one support, book, podcast, and photography studio space, and sell in their pop-up shop. This is big, folks. This is big. Shopify is taking the game up to a next level by opening up a pop-up space or an entrepreneurial space. I mean, I've seen a Amazon AWS do that for Amazon. AWS has AWS space in New York as well as one one other city. I forgot. I think in the yeah in San Francisco, and that's where you know startups with AWS uh, you know account could go in and get help on AWS. So this is really good because I've seen what it does to take have one-on-one -on -one support and take, you know, entrepreneurs and basically engage with entrepreneurs and helping them get forward, especially the podcast space and the photography studio space. Can you imagine with professional-grade audio and video recording studio for merchants to access in order to grow their business? Like maybe I could, if I was in New York, I could go and record this podcast in their studio, assuming, you know, I had a Shopify store, but I'm just, I think you get the point, right? So this is great news. Okay, with that, let's move on to the next one, which is Twitter. Uh, Twitter has now a co-hosting uh, options for their audio spaces. Again, if you're not sure what, uh, if you're unsure what audio spaces are, it's basically the Twitter's uh, answer to Clubhouse, which is the audio portion, audio chat feature. Up until now, you know, it was only a host. Now, you know, you can add co-host, add guest staffs, bring in other guest speakers, things like that. Really, it's like they're becoming bigger. Uh, this is a feature that has already been rolled out in Clubhouse, so they're catching up. But nevertheless, it's a good feature to see that Twitter is um, you know, investing in it. They're not uh, sunsetting this feature like other things that they have sunsetted and we have covered in the last episode. Okay, With that, <clears throat> next is Microsoft. Uh, this is August. So obviously, Microsoft uh, really announced uh, quite a few slew of updates. Number one is like, you know, target impression share. This is for people who wants to show up their show their ad regardless of where they are and they just like says, you know what, show my ad. I want to show my ad to anyone and everyone. Doesn't matter which position, but I want to show up, right? Uh, so this is something for them that Microsoft has announced. But by the way, this is something that always was that always existed in Google. So Microsoft is playing catch up, but that's good. Uh, they have added a few automated extensions like dynamic locations extensions will pull in information from advertisers location extensions and Bing Maps. This is something again existed in Google uh, Ads. Uh, multimedia extension, dynamic multimedia extension will append multimedia assets such as image and videos. Uh, it begins uh, early 2020. It's not there yet, but they just announced it. <clears throat> Syndication decorations and automated buttons are enhancements that partners use to entice clicks like, you know, uh, this is again to show up nicely on your ad uh, so that you know people can click on it and they get excited. Other than that, uh, all our advertisers have ability to opt in or opt out of any of these extensions. 
the last other thing I will tell you that they have done in this uh, month's update is that they have changed, made some changes to unified campaigns. If you're not sure what a unified campaign was, basically it's the Microsoft portal from where you can actually uh, not only run ads, but you could do Instagram posting and things like that. We had covered this in our show a while back, uh, but basically uh, they're saying you, users can now post to their Instagram accounts from the social media section of unified campaigns, um, updates to access management and user management, uh, billing experience and things and so forth. I'm not going to go through all of the nitty-gritty details uh, just because it's going to take a long time. But if you really want to know each and every nitty-gritty details, it's going to be in our show notes space, so check it out. But all I will tell you, the one thing that you need to really see is that if you're planning to use Microsoft Ads slash Bing, then target impression share is there for people who really wants to show up and create a brand visibility. That's the option. Okay. With that, let's move on to Google uh, since, you know, it's a good segue. But Google, this is the SEO portion, which is basically Google is saying they're removing the safe browsing signal from Google page experience update. Uh, Again, if you are not sure what this is, a page experience update, it basically takes a few factors like, you know, know, how long your... page takes it to load, how long it takes for some the first byte to show up, does, does your elements on your page uh, jump around, is it easy to navigate, is it fast, is it, does it have HTTPS, and there's a, quite a few of those, right? And page <clears throat> safe browsing was also one of those things where, you know, Google was taking into attack uh, account. Now, what Google, and that was, in my opinion, that was, I think it was a bad idea, but so Google now is saying, it's like, you know, we're not going to pay take, uh safe browsing as a signal the reason being is that sometimes you know websites do fall victim to third-party hijacking uh, google will so continue to flag them in search console but they're not going to penalize you that's what they're saying so for example what this all means is that if for some reason your or my website gets hacked especially we are on wordpress wordpress is notorious about getting hacked or getting you know, broken into then google is not going to come and like really penalize us they're going to announce alert us through your search console and that's what Google is saying. This is all in all a great news because what Google is saying is, you know, we understand things happen beyond a businessman's, a business person's, uh, uh, how do I say, ability to control and we we will not penalize you for that. So basically we are not going to kick you when you're down. That's all. Okay. With that, the next one is Google announces uh, the important announces Google explains the importance of Google My Business for local search because uh, what Google's John Mueller is saying, you know, whether you, when you do a local search query or an informational query, and the difference between the two is that a local search query is something when you are looking for a service or a store that is in your geographic area. So I could say uh, I li- I live in near Washington D.C. I could just say you know pizza store Washington DC and that's going to be a local uh, you know search versus informational queries such as like let's just say uh, White House DC right or best time to visit White House DC or how to cook say uh, I don't know green beans and mashed potatoes things like that so what they're saying, Google is like, you know, same, John Mueller is saying, look, whether we, for, from an SEO's perspective, everything is the same, whether it's for local or informational, but where it really matters is like, you know, you need to have a Google My uh, 
business profile because Google My Business will have your local address and that will tell us that you are a business located in Washington, D.C. That And when someone is searching for a business uh, in Washington, D.C., like pizza store, Washington, D.C., we know to we know we need to show your business up. That's all they're saying, folks. <coughs> so if you are listening and you are a local business and if you have a even if you have a physical business, uh, like a biz- physical business office, uh, even though you're an informational business, go ahead and create a Google My Business profile. You'll be glad you did. That's all I wanted to say. Okay, next up and the last update for this week is that YouTube has launched a shorts fund. Uh, they are willing to pay you up to $10,000 a month uh, based on your shorts video performance. If you do not remember what shorts are, shorts are basically uh, those short 60 seconds video to basically YouTube's answers to TikTok, uh, or should I say YouTube's answer to TikTok Reels or TikTok Instagram Reels, and then I think Snapchat had a Creator Spotlight, right? And Instagram YouTube has probably seen and taken note of how, you know, how uh, Snapchat's uh, funding really took thing took th- things off, and you know basically it went on a it was on a, like not. It, it was like a rocket ship taking off. So YouTube is saying, maybe we should do the same thing, right? Give some money. Uh, and this is going the funding is going to come from YouTube's broader $100 million shots fund, which was announced back in May. Uh, so it's just providing a direct pathway to monetization for shots video creators who aren't able to monetize the shots efforts with ads at this stage. So... What all all it matters is that expect YouTube shots to blow up, right? And I wouldn't be surprised if Instagram were to come out and you know, announce something similar like that. Or maybe they would like you know do a different angle. We have already seen Instagram is like you know making you giving you options to make money through Instagram Reels. They've increased the number of t- like from 30 seconds to 60 seconds, things like that. But, you know, that's for another day. Overall, I like it. I'm excited about this update uh, just because, you know, now people can make money, although I don't think I will create, I will qualify to make money just because I'm boring. I do not know if I can really push out content. But to someone, let's just say in Southeast Asia or in Africa, $10,000 is a lot of money, right? Someone unemployed. Uh, again, I'm not taking a debt. I'm not taking a swipe at anyone else. But imagine if you can create one good shots video that takes off and it's every three months three thousand dollars a month is not bad if you are uh you know in some parts of the world where you know where the average income is three hundred dollars a month right so all in all i'm saying you know it's a good effort i mean you know we're gonna see a lot of content on youtube and i just hope may the best one wins not the best uh, person to manipulate the uh, algorithm with that folks that's it for this week once again this is your host Aziz Islam take, uh, signing off for this week and uh, and if you want to hear more about uh, read more about uh, the, some of the stuff we covered please check out our show notes take care bye bye